Manhattan spacecraft did not crash in Roswell, New Mexico in 1947. You know flat earthers, I guarantee it. But you don't know who they are because they're afraid of talking about it. This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. Hello and welcome to an impromptu banter episode of Subliminal Deception Podcast, your weekly dose of conspiracy theory. Bullshit, my name is Cody. I'm your pal Phil. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How about yourself? Not doing too bad. Uh, very, very busy at work this week, it seems like, so I'm usually uh, pretty dead by the time I get home. How is... Uh... Just two working class assholes, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Well, Phil, you got anything exciting happening in your life? Yeah. Apparently, in my apartment complex, there was either some kind of uh, like a murder or a shooting or something this past weekend. Yeah, I tried to actually go. I was going to go do some uh, grocery shopping, go to, you know, swing by Target and all that. And luckily, the shooting or whatever happened, happened kind of on the other side of the parking lot from where I park because the cops had cordoned off a huge swath of my parking lot. So luckily this time, though, my car was not involved in that area. Okay. So the last time it happened, there was a man passed out in an SUV with a machete in the passenger seat. They also found guns and meth in the stolen car. So this Good. time, though, the uh, <laughs> all of the crime scene, like investigators, they had like the CSI van out there for Mesa in the parking lot, too. So that was pretty cool to see that. But OK, so probably a homicide at uh, your domicile. Yep. I guess it's not cool, I guess, for who got killed, but it's cool that you got to see it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I don't know what happened. It might be it might just be a drug thing or something. But we've been hearing uh, been hearing a lot of loud, uh, (laughs) a lot of loud stuff that sounds kind of like gunshots last night around 830. I was actually working on this episode and I heard about four loud bangs. Uh, A couple of minutes later, I was looking out my window, you know, doing the uh, the old Midwestern man thing, peeking (laughs) out the blinds. And I saw like a flash and then like bangs that followed very closely afterward. So they weren't, they weren't right in my apartment complex, but they were very close. Okay. Well, um, (laughs) I'm glad you're okay. And I hope, uh, most of your residents are okay. Yeah. Hopefully this Uh, doesn't, some of my neighbors though, I will say did think they might be fireworks because we kind of saw them like all or like not only in one spot, we saw them like in other spots too. So it for, could have been fireworks for or gunshots. It for us uh, non-American listeners, let's say let's just say from June till fuck damn near in September, fireworks yeah. are almost nonstop until the uh, let's call them honky tonk Americans yeah. run out of their supply of fireworks. Yeah, you're just gonna kind of hear them every once in a while. So. If you do live in Texas, though, any you'll know when the Cowboys are playing because if they get a touchdown, you will hear gunshots uh, fired <laughs> into the air. So, did you watch that quarterback show? 
No, I did not. No, I uh, uh, haven't uh, haven't caught it yet. Okay, I would recommend. It's pretty good. You're a documentary guy. I, you know you don't like the pros quite as much, but it's pretty cool. It's I was like, they kind of replayed the whole season, right? And they were playing the playoff game that the Vikings lost. And you know what? I got to say, I'm not necessarily the biggest Kirk Cousins fan, but God, I really felt bad for him. Yeah. Well, win, lose, or draw, he's going to probably try to impregnate his wife that night. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> same as every night. Yeah. The I don't remember if I brought this up. It was where something happened and his wife's like i got so nervous i had to turn on my gospel music and i'm like wow oh yeah you did yeah okay <laughs> that still just like blows my mind yeah i don't know it's i do enjoy watching some of those shows i i enjoyed watching the hard knocks where they were oh god what who was the guy who froze his foot was that antonio brown Antonio Brown. I did enjoy watching when uh, when he was on the show. That was pretty entertaining. With the Raiders. When he was on the show, that was pretty entertaining. Because uh, <laughs> you heard all about it, and then you saw it on Hard Knocks. Yeah, so I don't know what kind of drugs that guy was on, but he was high <laughs> as fuck on something. So my coworkers, I work with a lot of ladies, right? And they they kept talking about this show called Love Island. I've never seen it. It's a reality show. And there is a kid, Minnesota kid, like from this area who made it on this show. Uh, and some of the girls went to school with him. They were like talking to me that I needed to watch it. I watched the first episode today. Wow. You know, the older you get and then they put these young, like attractive people on these shows. And you're like, yeah. wow, they're really, really annoying. Oh, just dumb as a box of rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I don't know if it was Love Island or like Temptation Island or something like that. I watched one of those shows, and there was I don't know, like maybe ten people on that show. Average IQ of probably fifty six, fifty seven, maybe. Just, just dumb. All they talked about was themselves and their looks. Like that's it. Yeah. Like every conversation yeah. they had was about. <laughs> was very uh very you know them centric basically they had so. this i met i'll never forget i because i watched it today there's one meathead guy on there and he's like introducing himself and he's like yeah my body counts like 79 i don't know their <laughs> names but i know locations where it happened and i'm like what the fuck i mean first off Jesus, it's a lot of people. Um, for and he was twenty two. I he must have been having fucking orgies like constantly. I'm not hating on anybody for that, but I, I just logistically, no. it seems like a lot. No, we had that episode where we were talking about uh, well, the red pill episode. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Chad's on Tinder, basically just mopping up on those <laughs> dating apps. I I don't know. I don't know. If you're 22, maybe he started young, but like, that's like more than every month. That's like multiple times a month. Like, you think at some well, yeah, point he's he, he's probably he's probably putting down like four or five a week. You know, it's well, who's got it's time not for that? A 22 year old who has no job <laughs> except for go to the gym. That's his probably his job. Go to the gym and 
fuck women. That's probably it. You know what is funny though? The the Minnesota guy, he's so fucking Midwestern. Like he's so nice compared to everybody else that he's just like the outcast. <laughs> and they tried to get rid of him immediately. And they made um like him and the girl he was matched up with decide which one of them went home and he's like you know what you you seem like you're really into the show and i'm just i'll send myself home so you can stay you're just the nicest guy right and then she <laughs> starts probably thinking can i get the fuck out of <laughs> <laughs> but it was just like this poor guy everybody else has these like stupid intro stories and he's like yeah my mom died when I was three and I'm writing letters for my future wife and like all this like really nice stuff. And then everybody else is like kind of a tool. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? He's so out of place on here. Yeah, he probably held the door open for someone. And it was just like one of those horror movies where, you know, the town's invaded by aliens and he's the only human left. And they found out that like he's a human. <laughs> yeah, <Fuck>. he <laughs> body it, snatchers invasion of the body snatchers. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I'm thinking. When uh, when they find out that you know they're a human and not the, an alien, they you know fucking do the scream. I'm I'm not gonna do it on here because it'll blow people's fucking earphones off their head. But <laughs> I'll tell you what. <laughs> one of my favorite one of my favorite things that like gets parodied from horror movies is that that thing. I'll tell you what. Now I know you're not gonna do it, but if anybody watches. That first episode of Love Island and when all the girls get on the island or like looking around, the amount of screaming they're doing, I'm just like, guys, I know it's awesome and it's awesome house and everything, but do you have to scream for like 20 minutes straight? Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, I well, get you got to think you got to think they're all social media like influencer type people. Yeah. And they know the cameras on them. So they're yeah. trying to parlay this into something else. So they all have to have like these huge personalities, you know. You know how we've talked about if you like something on Instagram, all of a sudden it starts popping up a lot. So Oh yeah, your your algorithm. So yeah. on a, I, I like those red pill videos, the really cringe ones. <laughs> like unironically, I I share them to laugh about it, and now it's just like fucking everywhere and i can't get away from them it's just like these guys either talking about basically in a nutshell how all girls are whores and they need to find the bible like that keeps popping up so much and at this point it's oh. like i need it to stop yeah i had to so my my xbox youtube app so xbox live you can you know you can watch youtube on there all that stuff Basically, it's not really tied to any email address or any account. It's just kind of like its own little thing. So whatever, it's not tied to any Google. It's not tied to anything else. All it's tied to is what I watched previously, what I watch often. When I did the research for that Red Pill Movement episode, holy shit. <laughs> you want to talk about just the cringiest red pill shit you've ever seen and like that's all it was i had to completely clear my history like twice in order to get rid of that <laughs> and they wonder why like there's an echo chamber that like people get sucked into where like these oh, fringe yeah. groups like even outside of the red pill like people get sucked into is because the second you find even a sliver of it all of a sudden you you've pulled out the whole can of worms and now you're just stuck looking at it 
Well, you mentioned like if you if you like something on Instagram, it's not only if you like it. If you are scrolling and you stop, that is a message to Instagram, like to your algorithm. Maybe it's not your thing, but it's something you might be interested in. You might be interested in something in like that deals with that. So all of a sudden you'll start seeing more and more stuff just from that. Also, me and a coworker were talking about buying a Powerball ticket after work ah. today because it's up to a billion dollars. All of a sudden, everything in my Google feed is, you know, every other story is about like the Powerball. Somebody won Powerball. What do you do if you win the Powerball? This and that. It's like, God damn, you fucking, you just hear one, a few key words and you're off to the races, you know? Well, to be fair, I think you should buy a Powerball. Um, is oh, it did. really up to a billion? Yeah, it's up to a billion. Damn, okay. But the, I think the drawings, is it tomorrow or Friday? It's tonight. There's oh, the, the drawing for oh. the billion is tonight. So we're, we're recording on Wednesday for all the people who are listening on like, you know, this next weekend, whatever. <laughs> we realize that by now there's already been the drawing. All oh, this is old, but yeah. Just think. The drawing is Wednesday night. Just think. You, so if you win, right, you are talking Right now, they're hearing you as a poor person. And in two days, you could be a rich person. Or like, later tonight. How yeah, wild would be that? doesn't change class, though. Eh, I don't know. You might be having fucking tigers and ostriches and <laughs> fucking uh, everything else. If you're... What's the first thing you're, you're going to buy? Person, if you're a shit person without money, you're going to be a shit person with money. So True. What's the first thing you're going to buy? A lawyer. I'm going to pay okay. a lawyer so that I don't fucking get it all lost or stolen. I think you're supposed and I'm to gonna buy, anyway. And I'm going to pay an accountant so that he doesn't steal my money. They're going to be watching each other. So. <laughs> if you're rich, that's the other thing. Like, you got to, I don't know. I don't know. You got to really, you almost have to, like, have an already rich person watching your money. Where it, like, doesn't Definitely, matter to them. yeah. But, um, okay, I know, remember we've talked, I think you even talked about it on your lottery episode, like if you win, you should call a lawyer to set up like a fake company that won the ticket. Yeah, or something like that. Yep. Um, okay, but outside of the lawyer, what's number two then? Okay, so the actual things that I would buy, the first thing I would buy is probably like a decent condo, not something like flashy or huge. And I would still keep driving around my my same old car. No one would know that I have all this money except for me and my accountant people, my lawyer people. So I would still go back to work for a, quite a while just so that oh. no one would ever know. And then I would move. <laughs> all of a sudden, one day, I just wouldn't be here anymore. Like, Dude. you know, I would still have the house here, but I wouldn't be here for, you know, a lot of times. I... It would be my place to stay while I'm in town. I don't even know if I would give my job a two weeks notice. I would just would, <laughs> I would pretend like I got killed that night or something. Like maybe I'll set up like a fake death scenario or something. <laughs> um, just like I don't, I'll, I'll buy a body from a morgue or something. We'll just put it in my house and pretend they found a dead body. Um, and then I'm just going to disappear. No, I think I've, the more I've thought about this, I think it would be really hard for me not to buy land somewhere and just build mm. like my fucking dream house. And it's going to be a, a bizarro dream. Like I want the Winchester mansion 
style house. <laughs> like I want doors leading into nowhere. <laughs> you just have giant arch. It's like one of those uh, with the where you walk in and the room that you walk into is the size of like a normal person's like their entire house could fit inside of like the inside of your entryway have one of those houses <laughs> like i'll have a sector of guest bedrooms but while it's being constructed i'll have machines set up to make it sound like ghost knocking so <laughs> when they're in there <laughs> they'll just hear like knocking randomly through the night and like scratching they do that'd be awesome that would be the greatest thing if you knew that you were going to have a lot of like hanger-ons like if you won all that money People are just going to try to like mooch off you and stay at your house. So you filled your whole mansion with futon beds, the most uncomfortable used futon beds. Fuck. That would be perfect. Fuck, man. I'll just buy a decommissioned prison beds and put them in there. <laughs> perfect. Like, no no one's going to want to stay here for longer than six hours. Be like, no, 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 no. Keep that lice on there. I want I want the lice on it. <laughs> um, but no, just like that'd be sweet to set up a room just to trick people into think it's haunted as fuck through the night. Like it'll yeah, only have magnets go- in the walls and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like then I'll pay some guy to just kind of dress in all black and stand in the corner periodically. Just so when they wake up they think there's a shadow man there. Oh, perfect. You gotta get the creepy butler. The <laughs> yeah. lurch the lurch style butler. Yeah. yeah. We'll give him a little trap door scene come in and out. That would be the fun part, too, is interviewing butlers that you want to hire and you get all these normal looking butlers. And then you're just like, no, no, you're not what I'm looking for next. And then the dude who, like, you know, has a really hard time getting a butler job because he looks all weird. You're just like, oh, perfect. Dude, I <laughs> you're would scare the fuck out of people. I would specifically look for an extra large man with like Peyton Manning's forehead. I want like Oof. I want Lurch. From yep. Adam's family, like I want a monster of a man. He, like he only has to work a few hours a day. Like literally, just answer the door, um, and he doesn't have to do anything else. But I want this large Frankenstein-looking man. Yeah, I suppose the hard thing is in your mind, you're still like you're coming at this from a place of you know simple means. Really? So you're thinking like, oh, I probably wouldn't go too nuts. I probably would only do this. I'd only do that. But you're really like, what happens a year after you have all that money? Two years, five years. You know what I mean? Imagine having all that money and then just sitting on it. And then one day you're like, fuck it. I'm going to buy a yacht. You know? Yeah, I'm sure I'm positive you would. Yeah, I would. I think I would try to. I don't know. Maybe. um I think owning my own business would be really great. Obviously, you need a lot of money to do that. Managing all that money would be a business, basically. It'd be a full-time job of you worrying about your money. Well, we could. I could buy an apartment complex and start our 35 and up home. Oh, so yeah, that's true. We could do that. It's a. That's just going to keep the money rolling in. Yeah, problem is you wouldn't want to live around all those fucking animals. We'll just you put, wouldn't want to we'll live put there. the rent high enough so like you won't get too rough of people, but not too high where you're getting rich people who like will have dead people randomly in their house. You know, there's uh, like a fine true. line. There's a barrier. If they're too rich, they're going to be doing, they're going to have crime scene people like what was outside of your house there, you know, 
Um, and if they're, you know, I don't know. I think there's a there's a, a barrier you got to stay in for that. The good thing is, if you get people who are too wealthy living there, it's not normal cops who show up to mop up the dead guy. <laughs> it's like private companies that wealthy True. people know of that See, they hire. <laughs> the secret police, they're uh, yeah, they're like cleanup guy. Ray yeah, you're Donovan. never going to see real cops there. Like when a hooker has an accident, <laughs> let's call it, you know, they call people and, you know, things get taken care of. That sort of the situation. You ever watch Ray Donovan? Yes, I have yeah. seen it. Yeah, because that's what he is, right? Like the Hollywood cleanup guy? The fixer. Yeah, the yeah. fixer. I guess that's a real thing. I mean, obviously, it's going to be pretty hard to know who they are unless you're the person paying them but uh apparently there's a lot of fixers yeah same thing that happened in the movie pulp fiction basically that guy comes over to you know tell them how to clean everything up and like point in the direction of like what they need to do you know you know i was um speaking of that and this is gonna hurt a little bit me telling you this but um so mem- we you remember harvey weinstein right yeah so it was basically kind of a podcast about him and they were basically talking about how intricate of a network he had to protect what he was doing. And one of the main, he had like a lot of media people under his belt. So he could kind of any accusers, he could kind of like crush them, I guess by publishing bad articles about him and one of the lead guys was the owner of Weekly World News. Oh, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. Hired gun. Yeah, I'm like, God yep. damn it. We, you know, we love that newspaper, but if he's helping <laughs> Harvey Weinstein, I mean, fuck, man. You do, You got to know, though, they're not completely on the level. You know, it's just it, yeah. considering like what they're putting out there. You know. I just thought it was like a parody, like kind of. You know nobody in that fucking office believes there's a Bat Boy. Oh yeah, no, they're I'm, they're putting out shit in order to you know collect flies. Basically, it's just <laughs> they're trying to keep the money rolling in with the most outrageous shit. Yeah, but I can see how you know a a newspaper like that's not exactly worried about you know morals and integrity and all of that shit that gets in the way. You know, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's just um. Obviously, Harvey Weinstein, quite a piece of shit. I think that his crimes went way deeper than I even realized. Like, I wouldn't say it's Jeffrey Epstein level, but it's, like, pretty bad. Yeah, there's a lot of those those big-time, like, producer Hollywood types who, for decades, were doing some pretty scummy shit. A lot of them are dead by now. He just was unlucky enough, honestly, that he was born... You know, when he was and he was still alive when the hammer came down, had he had been born 30 years earlier, died 20 years ago, no one would even know who the fuck he is or talk about him. You know, I didn't even know he who he done, was. He could have done the same shit. I yeah, I, I guess the Hollywood was even scummier back then. Actually, I don't know if that's are they were they scummier back then or do they hide it better now? Oh, they've always been scummy. Yeah, yeah, it's always yeah, it's always been bad. Maybe not in like the twenties and thirties when it first started out, but once they got the the little sips of power, yeah, yeah, it's um, 
funny thing about producers. So <laughs> we were talking about celebrities, right? And yeah. there's a pattern I've noticed. If you say you got a celebrity, right? Like we were talking about Margot Robbie, right? One of the most beautiful yep. women in the world. And they're like, is she married? I'm like, I guarantee she's married to either a producer or a director because they always are. And what do yep. you know? She is married to a producer. Some butt ugly fucking producer dude who's really good at, you know, connecting people with money and people who have good looks. You know, that's the thing is once you get that sort of dynamic anywhere where you have just a steady stream of very attractive people coming in there to be met by people who have a shit ton of money who are just dog faced ugly, <laughs> you know, you're going to get will, that sort of situation. I will say, okay. And I'm sorry, British people, but British men usually have a look, right? This guy was British, <laughs> but he was more like the David Beckham British, you know, where he's <laughs> like oddly a very attractive man. Do you know what I mean? I assume David Beckham's British. I'm pretty sure he is. So his face didn't look like an old, like worn out shoe. No, basically. No. Okay. Yeah. I was genuinely shocked. I was like, this guy's British. Holy shit. He looks very <laughs> handsome. Um, yeah. But, uh, and yeah, I know I'm generalizing. I'm kidding guys. Settle down. But, um, all right, enough babbling here, Phil. We, well, we've been blabbing for a while. After we're like, oh, we're going to talk about some conspiracies. But uh, uh, why don't you fire? You had some uh, talking points. Let's start with one of them here. Well, the first one I wanted to get up across was I've been hearing a lot about this company, BlackRock, lately. We haven't really talked about BlackRock. We did a little bit um, a couple of months ago when we were talking about kind of like buying homes and that sort of thing. So there's a big conspiracy now that there are like a few companies. One of the big ones is BlackRock. That's basically out there trying to buy up all of the real estate and turn everyone into renters. Have you heard that one? I have. Now, is BlackRock like, are they, I don't know even what you would call that, like an investment firm? Is that what they call those things? I don't know exactly what it is. I'm I'm pretty sure it's one of those companies that doesn't just do like one thing. They're kind of like one of those like multinational, like big companies that has their fingers in like a bunch of different pots, that sort of situation. I mean, one of their big things, though, is like real estate and buying up land. There's other companies that are buying up all of like the farmland, too, and making it so that like they're putting family farmers out of business because... You know, basically, it's not technically stealing, but it's one of those situations where they got the land, you know, at a very opportune time, maybe when the farmer had to sell that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, my, I mean, my mom talks about the corporate farmers just buying all the land, con you know, like consuming yep. all the land. And I suppose and if you're a fan, if the, I. That? I was going to say, I suppose if they buy enough land and have enough crops, they can almost squeeze out the other farmers by driving the price down, right? Oh, yeah. Well, they do. So they do a lot of a lot of things. So let's say if there's some land for sale in the area and you have two or three farmers, like family farmers that are going up trying to buy it 
and they go to the bank and they get a loan and they put a little money down and they're like, okay, I have, you know, that's my bid. And then all of a sudden the factory farm comes in and says cash one and a half times as much as he offered. Boom. Give it to me. And then it's theirs. Yeah. Who's going to say no to like cash and it being like more than you wanted for it. That sort of thing. I will say from what I've heard, farmland is, or even farm property, even in Iowa where I, you know, Let's be real. Not the most desirable place to live. The prices are like keep going up and up. And I assume that's because of it's getting more and more difficult to buy that land. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And the thing, too, is, you know, maybe a family farm. Maybe the dad dies and the kids aren't farmers and the grandkids don't want anything to do with the farm. So the, the land goes up for sale. You know, it's one of those deals where. If the like factory farm, if the corporations buy this land, they might own that land just forever and then maybe rent it out, maybe kind of let it grow fallow or, you know, utilize it for their corporation, that sort of thing. A lot of times, too, what they'll do is if there's a big plot of like a big area where a bunch of like small town, small time farmers live, instead of trying to buy them out, all they'll do is put a hog lot or a hog confinement, one of those massive fucking buildings that have like two or 3,000 hogs in it. Yeah. They'll just throw it right there. All of a sudden, all that land becomes worthless because no one wants to, no one's ever going to want to buy it. And the people end up, you know, just having to move. Yeah, basically. They, they, Their land's not worth what they're paying the mortgage on it. I say they put up two of those around my parents and if you get like a certain wind it's fucking putrid yeah the one so kind of like on the highway right across from where i used to live uh where that one who one who one how one room schoolhouse was yeah where everyone used to go vote uh they tore that down they bought up that land and put a hog confinement right there no need to put a hog confinement right there there's so much land behind that where you could have put that on they just put it there because they wanted to squeeze out all of the farmers who were kind of on highway nine right there so uh yeah it's i don't get honestly because of these confinements my uh like how can i say this i pork has moved to like one of my least favorite meats um (laughs) i'm serious too like you know i like ham obviously and I'll eat pork, but I think I it's like beef and chicken are fucking a far ahead. Of that. Even I think turkey's ahead of that for me. But yeah, okay, let's get back to Blackstone here. So, Black Rock. Black Rock, okay. <laughs> it's funny because that literally sounds like an evil corporation you'd see here of in like fucking Die Hard or a Bond movie. Um, like it's yeah. such a generic name that it almost resonates evil of some kind. Well, it sounds so evil. People hear about it and they think it's fake is the thing. They think like, oh, that's just some made up company that they're they're substituting in for all these real companies that are doing this. Like, no, it's, you know, (laughs) sadly enough, they chose that name, the name of like what. a Yeah, exactly. What Dr. Evil would call his evil corporation, basically. Um, Yeah, honestly, though, I feel like since the reality of. Like, let's our generation, which is kind of starting to 
get into homeowning and all that if they haven't already. It felt like right when 2020 hit, it something happened and it just made it feel like the goalpost of owning a home just keeps getting further and further away. And, you know, someone in your situation or a lot of people, it just feels like if they want to own their own home, have their own property, there's just a lot of goalposts you have to get over just to escape this, like, in this cycle of being stuck renting. Because let's be real, half of your paycheck, maybe more of a, over a month is probably going to your rent. So it makes it hard to get ahead. You know what I mean? Well, the problem is, so you dream of buying a house. If you would have bought a house in 2019, you could have bought like a, in in my area, in Mesa, you know, kind of Gilbert, that area. You could have bought a three bedroom townhouse condo, uh, maybe like detached home with a yard and everything. You could have bought for maybe let's say like 180 a really something really good you could have bought for like one hundred eighty thousand dollars now that's going to cost you like three hundred and sixty three hundred seventy thousand dollars just for a three bedroom you know not even that great it's just a house but also mortgage like the interest rates are going up so much that you're going to end up spending in the long run so much money like so much extra money you might as well, like right now, it kind of gets, you get the feeling you're saving money by renting. Like it, you know, you, you can either buy these homes for twice as much as they're worth and end up having to put even more into it because of the interest or just rent a place and hope eventually it gets better. I will you know, say one that- of those, everyone's waiting for the crash. That's the thing. And everyone kind of thought that there would be, you know, a lot of there was a lot of millennials who were very optimistic when the pandemic first started because there were a lot of people who weren't paying their mortgage and it's going to be one of those situations where holy shit it's like 2008 again and there's going to be a bunch of foreclosures, a bunch of people who, you know, basically giving their homes away or homes being auctioned off, that sort of thing. A lot of millennials thought, "Oh, I've still got a job. I'm still working. I could just jump right into the market now." Did not happen like. No. So. I think, (laughs) so we're, (laughs) this is morbid, but there's like a milestone where the boomers are all finally leaving the good jobs, right? And then there'll probably have to be another milestone where the boomers are all dying and giving up all the houses (laughs) they've had forever. So their third and fourth houses. Yeah. So (laughs) I think guys, unfortunately, anybody probably like 40 and under right now, um, You're probably going to have to wait for that. I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, They're not even leaving the jobs as, you know, we've found out. They don't want to leave their jobs, even if they're fucking however old. My mom, I swear to God, talks about begging to retire every fucking day. And she's got two (laughs) years left. She's like, every time she's like, I don't know. I just can't handle this shit anymore. I'm so fucking ready to never deal with people again. And I'm like... Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I, uh, we still got 30 years of age. You'll probably go up by then. So, Oh, the retirement age will be in the 80s by the time we get to 67. Yeah. So it's 
Yeah. I plan on being, uh, my corpse will still be expected to clock in to some <laughs> type of job uh, by the time I retire. So I'll probably be dead for a couple of years before I can retire. Imagine you have a job, you've been there forever, you die, have a funeral, they don't even realize you haven't showed up in like two years. <laughs> they just are expecting <laughs> you to be there. And you just, they're like, God, have you guys noticed we haven't seen Phil around here? It's like, <laughs> boss, he died two years ago, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, I work with my, my brother. So someone would know probably that I had died and had a funeral. You need to uh, tell they, they would know pretty quick. If I didn't, though, I, I work for a pretty big company. So I do wonder if it was that situation. Say you died in a car accident and like kind of like no one really knew you on the outside of your job. I do wonder how many days would go by before they figured out like, oh, shit, he fucking died. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, I know I couldn't uh, get away with it, but um, <laughs> it, it would kind of be sad if you like die tragically and then your company just fired you for a no call, no show and didn't even <laughs> investigate what happened to you at all. No one even called you. They just no. let you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, ah, oh, fuck them. No call, no show. Um, I wanted to talk about this for a second because this is another big kind of conspiracy-esque thing is we've been talking about a, a economic crash coming for, fuck, I swear, like two years now. Um, I'm yep. starting to get the impression that it's kind of balanced out and it's not happening. It, you know, this has become a big political thing too. Let's be realistic. Left says the economy's fine. Nothing's going to happen. The right wing say it's going to be apocalypse now. And then, you know, if next time a Republican gets elected, it's going to switch. It always does. Um, yeah. So, but to me, it doesn't, I mean, it's, I, 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 it seems like stores are filled with people constantly, like even too many people. My job has been busier than I ever have been in my the whole time I've been there. I don't know. It doesn't seem like I don't even notice people like getting fired or anything. I just notice people like begging for workers. Well, no pun intended, but there is a, a real backlog of uh, people since the pandemic. Yeah. No one could go. uh get their shit checked out. Yeah. People need a, a scope up their ass. So <laughs> See, I'm guessing that's probably why your, uh, like your job is, is so busy right now. Stores. I would say most people, we, we just had prime days. I'm not a, I'm not a, you know, online shopper. I like to go into the store. I like to, I have to try the shoes on basically that sort of thing. So I've noticed that in the past couple of years, not a ton of people in the stores, especially like grocery stores, you will see a lot of kind of like the the people who do the online, like you can order groceries to have like be brought to your house. Yeah, It's not as bad as it was a few years ago. You went to the grocery store and it was you and those people. Yeah. Now it seems like people are starting to go back, you know, after the pandemic, people are starting to go back to the stores. They actually enjoy going to the grocery store. Which I actually, I enjoy going to the grocery store. I couldn't have somebody who doesn't give a shit about my food going in there and grabbing my stuff for me. Hey, I am not ashamed of Target pickup. I just get the exact same shit every time and it always works. I will say the fresh produce, 
they tend not like when I'm there, I always grab the thing with like the latest ex- expiration date. And yep. uh, they tend not to do that. So if you want lettuce yep. or meat or something, you should probably go in and get it. But if it's frozen, I don't give a shit. Yeah, if you want to buy potatoes, definitely don't have someone go yeah. buy yeah. those for you. You got to pick them up. You got to squeeze them. You got to toss them in the air a little bit. Make sure that they're good. Uh, you have some pimple face, you know, 27 year old go in there and and do that shit for you. He's not going to give a fuck. (laughs) You say four potatoes, he's going to grab four potatoes. Doesn't care about the shape. Doesn't care about if they have, you know, big gouges in them and shit. They don't care if there's fucking termites crawling out. They don't give a fuck. Four four potatoes. Here you go. To be fair, that'll be $83. These two (laughs) pimple faced people used to make food for people in a restaurant, Phil. That's true. You just didn't have to see them. Yeah, well, they got a good look at us because for some fucking reason, the kitchen was right in front of the front door, which is all the places I cooked after that were like hidden, which is significantly better. Like, it's so weird to be stared at while you're cooking. I remember those fucking those old ladies with the bulldog faces just staring (laughs) at us, making sure that we were washing our hands, making sure that, you know, you didn't touch anything but food with your hands. And they would fucking point, you know, like, are you going to wash your hands? It's like, I touched the thing that flattens out the dough. Like I, all I did was touch that. You want me to wash my hands while I'm fucking flattening out bread, you know, pizza dough. Those fucking, ugh, I, honestly. Yeah, no, it was terrible. People staring at us. And then people trying to, like, come back and talk to us while we were in the kitchen. Trying to, like, special order stuff while yeah. we were cooking their food. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know, go. Um, Speaking Crabby of business, speaking of business, too, this is another big thing. I don't even know if you've heard about this. Uh, UPS is apparently going on strike August 1st. If they, I'm not sure what their demands are exactly. I heard from one person, it's mostly the drivers are just asking them to put AC in their trucks, um, which shouldn't be for multi-billion dollar company. You think maybe AC wouldn't be the most complicated thing to give <laughs> your fucking workers? Yeah. Especially out here in Phoenix. Yeah. Good fucking god like you do see those those ups trucks driving around during the summer here both doors wide open yeah the front doors trying to get some air in there but here you have your window open and it's that hot breeze coming in so it's (laughs) it's almost worse well i don't even know i'd hope to god they would have heaters in there i mean maybe they don't i don't know Heater, so heat is a little bit different. AC is kind of like a, it's an yeah. extra thing. Yeah. Uh, heat is basically just the radiator's coolant going through a different tube and heating your compartment. So it it should be pretty standard to have heat, well, especially if, like where you live. If they have Good a water Lord. heater in the trucks, I, I didn't even know they didn't have AC. Um, Maybe even the factory, like... Because they like a lot of the people you don't see are like the factory workers. And I remember years ago, a guy I knew who did it said it was like fucking hot in there because they don't have air or anything. So maybe yeah, I that's used to, what they're talking about. 
I used to work at a factory in Iowa that made those scissor lifts, Skyjack. Yep. yep. There was no AC in there because the parts didn't need to have AC. And there was huge ovens where they cooked the paint on. There was big bays where they did all the welding. So you had all the weld, you know, smoke and dust and everything up in the air. And it's Iowa. So during the summer, it's humid and hot. So it was just horrible in there. I'm lucky now the place that I work at because of the things that we work on has to has has to have AC. So you have to climate control, basically. You know, in regards to UPS, you think Amazon would like buy all the trucks AC because they were depend on UPS so much. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if UPS isn't delivering, that is such a linchpin for them. Yeah, Amazon so I know in they, they smaller do cities and in towns, Amazon doesn't have their own drivers. Here, you just see Amazon trucks driving around. Here, it's a mixture. There'll be like some Amazon employees, some FedEx, some UPS. Sometimes they just push, put it with the uh, postal service. So I've seen mm. them. Um, it's funny you mentioned Prime Days because not only I said the Prime Days deals were bad, um, the delivery has, I don't know what has been happening, but it, I've had a lot of problems with it. Goddamn people don't want to work on no more. <laughs> well, fuck, I don't blame them at Amazon. They work them to death. Oh, yeah. They're probably paying them fucking $11 an hour, working them to death. I do think, I will say this in defense, I do think they get paid pretty well, but also you're like micromanaged into the ground and who the fuck likes that? Oh, definitely. And there's always the threat that there's going to be a robot that and takes your job. Like any day now, we get the robots in. All you motherfuckers are gone. And um, to be honest, they probably will be coming. Yeah, I do enjoy it. So I saw the, you've probably seen it. It was an Instagram short of the Amazon robot that was moving, uh, basically putting different like crates on oh, yeah. a conveyor belt and it ended up just self-destructing <laughs> really it just broke down but the joke was that after like 15 minutes of it a labor job it just lost the will to live yeah yeah you know what i heard actually you you like gta right did you play you played gta 5 didn't you oh yeah yeah so i guess the there was e they say they're leaks but a lot of these companies like kind of let this stuff get out you know and I heard them talking that each pedestrian in the game is going to have an AI thing where like each pedestrian will will kind of have its own dialogue. And I thought mm. it said they'll talk about like current events too. <laughs> Can you imagine that? They'll start talking down to you, telling you you're not doing shit with your life. Yeah. I mean, for GTA... <laughs> just break the fourth wall. For GTA, it'd be pretty par for the course. The weird yeah. thing I saw was, like, a lot of the screenshots and stuff, they had, like, actual real cars. Like, real mm. brand name cars, which, you know, I don't know if they had to pay to do that or if the car companies were smart, they would let them do it because oh. that's free advertisement, but... Definitely. I play a lot of the 2K, NBA 2K, and they always, whenever your guy in that game gets like a sponsorship, he's sponsored by a real company because that company actually pays to get, it's like a real advertisement for them. Like Gatorade is one of the big ones, you know, uh, obviously 
there's like Jordan shoe brand, there's Nike, Adidas, all of the all of the clothing brands, all the shoe brands that are kind of associated with basketball. But like Gatorade's a big one. Ruffles potato chips is really big in that game too. I don't know if they pay a lot of money, but they're like all over the place in that game. So yeah, you would think that like it would be the same thing that in like the next GTA game, there would be like real clothing companies that would like want their brands to be able to be like purchased. There would be like car companies that want you to drive around like they like Ford would want you to drive around the new Bronco. You know, they probably actually don't want the Bronco associated <laughs> with crime. That's actually a, the. Yeah, oh, that's probably it. Actually, car companies don't want their their brands to be associated with <laughs> car theft and drive bys and hookers, all that and such, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, the screenshots, if they're real. Of the new GTA, like, the graphics are, like, in, insane. I've never seen graphics that good before. Um, and especially you got a next-gen system, right? Yeah. Is this a GTA 6 or six. is this, like, a, an update for 5? 6. Again. GTA 6. Oh, 6. Okay. When is this coming out? Do you know? I don't know. Probably, if there's leaks now, I would assume in the next year or two. Okay. I'm still waiting on Elder Scrolls, uh, the next one. I've the, the heard, next one. I heard rumblings, and I saw a few YouTube videos about um, that it's in the works. Yeah, I've I've also heard that it's it's been in the works for a couple of years now. Starfield, I think, is pretty close to coming out. I've been seeing more and more early access kind of deal. Like you know how you can you can pay an extra like thirty bucks to play like five days early or whatever yeah, yeah i've been seeing a lot of advertisements for that um that looks like a good game but yeah is that then, like uh, a elder scrolls game what's that what game is it star force starfield is it like it's, a elder scrolls rpg ish game it's supposed to be like one of those massive rpgs uh like a space-based one kind of deal that'd be kind of cool from what i've seen it looks pretty cool but who knows it might suck you never know one of those deals. And I'm not like nowadays, I just want to play something that kind of, I don't have to think about <laughs> something. I can just turn my brain off. I think enough at work. I just want to turn my brain off and, you know, NBA 2K slam the ball, rocket league, you know, that sort of thing. I, I saw this guy playing this game called halls of torment. Okay. Um, I don't, are you familiar with the game vampire survivors? Possibly. I may have seen a video of people playing it on one of those cringe cringe videos. <laughs> well, anyway, this game it was $5 on Steam. And mm -hmm. more or less, the premise is you have all these characters, like you'll have like a warrior, a, a mage, things like that, right? And yeah. you start off at level one, and your character kind of like auto-shoots and you kind of like just keep killing enemies and they keep coming in bigger and bigger waves. And then you level up and you put your skill certain spots to like get them more and more powerful. And then all of a sudden there's like 200 enemies on the screen and you're just blowing the shit out of them. And uh, you basically keep going and try to survive as long as you can. Okay. And you keep like getting so stronger and stronger and stronger. Is it is it one of those like mobile games or is it an actual like console game? Well, I'm playing on PC. I don't think it's a mobile game. Maybe it okay. is. Kind of sounds a little bit like a mobile game that I've seen advertised, but it it the graphics literally look like Diablo 2. 
Okay. And I think that's on Are purpose. You, oh, I was going to ask this. Uh, I don't know if you're still playing. I was going to ask you, are you planning on watching the Twisted Metal series on Peacock? I totally forgot that even came out. You think it's good or bad? Oh, it comes out in about a week. So uh, a week from tomorrow, Thursday. I can't say I have high hopes. I I don't know. I hope it's going to be good. Uh, they they put out a second like trailer that looked a little bit better. Uh, I have no idea. It's one of those things where they can make those trailers look, look really good yeah. uh, for any audience that they want to like soak up. So yeah i uh is it from the perspective of the clown no i think it's from the perspective of the guy who was like the milkman oh okay i don't remember him he i only remember i think he's like the main character okay i only remember the clown the guy who was like holding up two giant wheels and like Mm, spinning around yeah Yeah. (laughs) um that it might there was be good. the guy who drove the uh like the the tank, the Jeep tank, yeah, type thing. Warthog. Wasn't there a school bus too? Yeah, I believe so. So uh I think the main bad guy is supposed to be the uh the ice cream man. Uh, he's played by Samoa Joe, a pro wrestler. Samoa Joe, huh. Okay. Yeah. I uh interesting name. Yeah, he uh well he's a wrestler. He I don't I think he might have retired. By oh, now, but okay. he's a he's a bigger guy. You know, it's funny. I was seeing uh, wrestling clips from like I would say two thousands to like twenty tens, and yeah. Jesus Christ, they said some kind of racist things. Oh yeah, before Jesus Christ, <laughs> before uh, the before the wokeness yeah. came around. Well, yeah, I, they <laughs> there was a. A YouTube video that I actually saw of things that they couldn't get away with now, and they had to blur out pretty much the whole thing. Something that used to be on at seven o'clock at night on USA, they can't even have on an age restricted like YouTube channel anymore <laughs> without being completely demonetized. I well, the one I saw was John Cena, and he was asking Eddie Guerrero about his green card, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, man! I mean it. <laughs> Holy shit. I I mean, I, you know, we watch a lot of wrestling. I guess I didn't really even pay that close of attention. Um, But I was like, yeah, I don't know if that's really appropriate anymore. Oh, no, definitely. You couldn't get away with that anymore. Uh, Well, you got to think about just go back and watch any movie that was made between 1998 and 2005 for people who were like, 16 to 25 you know grind uh what was it road trip movie you know euro trip all of those movies you watch those movies and you're like holy shit they couldn't get away with like anything any of the jokes that they told they could not get away with wait was you road trip bad i don't remember anything bad in that euro trip or road did you say road trip or euro trip i think road trip yeah go with tom green watch it tom green yeah, they kill a a blind girl's dog in that movie, don't they? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you know what's funny about uh, Tom Green, actually? I heard a compelling argument about the feature film known as Freddy Got Fingered. Do you yes. remember this movie? Yes, I do. That it is Tom Green 
giving commentary on what what did they say like how someone would act if he got fingered or something i okay so i i saw a a video that was kind of like a review of that movie Uh uh-huh and the the person who was doing the review said that they thought that it was tom green like not believing that someone would actually give him millions of dollars to make a movie because in the movie they gave his character millions of dollars to make that cartoon that he's making and he just goes out and blows it on just wild crap and it's kind of like what tom green was doing with the movie someone gave him millions of dollars so he was just blowing all this money making this horribly shit movie and it was supposed to be like it's almost like if you think about it that way it's actually a genius movie like a very meta movie that sort of thing. Okay. That was kind of their idea before. So if we watch it today, would we not think it's funny? Because I remember thinking it was really funny back then. Oh, we would probably think it's fucking terrible. Really? Because we're because we're 37 years old now. Yeah, we're but not, I'm, I'm <laughs> we're not, fucking, not fucking 17 anymore. Hey, you know? I'm pretty immature. I have very immature humor. The part where he his friends like skating down his ramp and his bone sticks out and Tom Green starts licking it. I will will always laugh at that. I don't care what age I am. Yeah. Thinking back on that, I remember it was funny. I don't know about now, probably because back then I thought I was invincible and now I know I'm not. So, and the part where Tom Green gives his girlfriend all them jewels and then she's just like, I don't care about <laughs> jewels, Tom. I just want to suck your cock. <laughs> Do you remember that part? <laughs> yeah, no, I saw the whole review of the movie. Uh, they, yeah, they went through the whole thing. That shit is pretty. I'm sorry. I think that shit's pretty funny. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know if you would like it as much. I do remember I did watch Euro Trip not that long ago, and I thought it was still pretty funny. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But some of the things that they got away with, like saying in that movie. They wouldn't be able to get away with saying no. <laughs> no, I just remember when I watched it again and the the British people were make, calling everybody eye ties. I didn't realize what that meant. And then it's uh, French people, right? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, because they were the hooligans were going to play, I think, French people, if I remember right. And yeah. they were from Manchester. And then the Manchester United, that weird-ass song that they sing yeah once they got out of the channel they immediately started driving on the left hand screaming at everyone to get on the you know drive drive correctly and that shit you know swearing (laughs) at them all calling them all idiots (laughs) (laughs) oh they were in the double decker bus too i remember that one manchester guy's like telling him a bunch of swear words and it literally sounds like gibberish and yeah. I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I guess he said something. I don't know what it is, but he said something. <laughs> uh, yeah. it was it was a good movie. It but, was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, Road Trip. I haven't watched that in a while, but I, I'm sure I had to I re- laugh a little bit. I recently tried to watch the Adam Sandler kind of like earlier movies again, and I still, you know, they're very good for kind of like, you know, like going back and remembering, like you know like fond childhood memories of watching those movies. But now you try to watch like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, those movies. They don't hold up very well. Little Nicky's still pretty funny, but you didn't think Happy Gilmore held up. No, it did. Ah, like for, 
I don't think someone like I don't think someone trying to watch it now would enjoy it as much as like we enjoyed it back then though. The problem is though, we've seen so much media. Like back then, that might be the only decent movie that you could watch as a kid that came out that year. Now there's just so much crap coming out. That, true. Very you know. true. I mean, if you think back to comedies back then, what do you got? You got Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. You got Beverly Hills Cop. Uh, that was that was way before. But yeah, like this was like Joe Dirt time. Like Joe Dirt, uh, you know. No, then, I, Beverly Hills Cop was like 91, wasn't it? 91? Yeah, like 80s. Yeah. Well, Billy Madison, I'm almost positive, was like 91 or 2. And then somehow they had Happy Gilmore like the following year. Um, I don't know how they even did that. Maybe they had them both in production. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think. What other comedy movies can you think of from the early 90s? Tommy Boy, when did that come out? Oh, around the same time. Yeah. Adam Sandler and uh, Chris Farley both got fired from SNL at the same time. Then started making movies. I'll tell you what. Underrated Chris Farley movie, Beverly Hills Ninja. Classic movie. (laughs) I just watched Black Sheep actually about a month ago. And (laughs) I have one of the another one, fond memories, but I don't think I if I watched it for the first time now, I don't think I would like it as much. I'm sorry, Tommy Boy even though Black Sheep and Tommy Boy are pretty much the exact same movie, Tommy Boy is funnier. Yeah, Tommy Boy was a funnier movie. Yeah. And it had that uh who is his dad in that? He was a famous actor. Why can't I think oh, I have no idea. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Well, guys, uh, thank you for listening to felonized bullshit here. Um, you know, sometimes it's just uh, good to have a little levity, just laugh a little bit. You know, don't need to talk about uh, doom and gloom all the time. But we'll be back in one week's time for <laughs> more dire talk for your weekly dose of torture yes yeah yeah <laughs> yep. we'll be back don't worry enjoy your summer get some kool-aid or something i don't know do hang outside whatever you want to do well Fuff, if they want to contact us where can they do that if you want to get a hold of us hit us up on our email subliminal d podcast at gmail.com I'd love to hear from everybody. Probably an even easier way to get a hold of us, though, is on our Instagram page, Subliminal Deception Podcast on IG. Same thing. Uh, we appreciate all of the shares, all the likes, you know, comments. People, you know, people send us memes. It's pretty funny. So keep on doing that. Cody has his own Instagram account. What is that, Cody? You can follow me at Cody Sabob. Thank you to everyone who's taken the time to do that. Send me a message. Do whatever pleases you uh the last thing i ask you guys to do is log on itunes leave a show five star review doesn't particularly matter what you say just uh type whatever hit five stars hit submit and we greatly appreciate everyone who's taking time to do that for us if you're a spotify listener it's even easier you just hit five stars hit submit and you're done thank you to everyone who's taking time to do that for us as well uh well guys we'll see you next thanks guys <laughs>